Hello everyone, so right now you can see that I'm home. I rushed to get home because uh, my wife is sick right now, so asking for prayers for her. And uh, she's actually pregnant also. And um, I'm a little bit worried that because she's alone here, so I rushed to come here. I'm actually working um, far from this area, like a hundred kilometers away from home, three hour drive, four hour drive for me. And uh, I rushed to come here and see her. She's uh, sounds asleep right now, snoring and things. Um, so can't sleep so I decided to um, have a podcast and uh, thank you for listening dropping here in my podcast again so this podcast is still brought to you by SciSpace Tech for those who are in Mankaya and Benguet Philippines of course you can uh, call 946 if you have problems with your computers or printers especially teachers around that area needs a reset for the printers or have problems with, uh, on their computer you can uh, call 0946-952-3933 SciSpace Tech and uh, they'll get there and help you you can also visit their Facebook page. They shares uh, they share information about uh, technology, um, security on uh, cyberspace, and uh, a lot of things about uh, computers. So visit SciSpace Tech, like their page, and also you can also uh, text them if you need help on your computer. So, I was actually not keen doing podcasts right now, it's 12.21am, but uh, I made a commitment that I'll be doing podcast a week, and uh, I, wanna, I was thinking last week of sharing this book I read, and the title of that book is The 12 Rules of Life. An Antidote to Chaos by Dr. Jordan Peterson. So those who didn't know uh, Jordan Peterson, so I heard about him in a Joe Rogan podcast and uh, he was very controversial at the time because based on my understanding of their conversation in the podcast uh, he's the only professor of a university who has the balls to go against woke culture. Woke culture is like uh, trying to cancel, I mean, show changing rules like that. We should not do that one because that is racist, being racist, things like that, and trying to cancel people who made mistakes, digging on their Twitter, something like that. It's cancel culture and political correctness like you're not allowed to say things right now because it's what do you, it's not it's what do you call that one uh, 
Um, I don't. I can't remember the English word for that. Uh, we can't. We can't say things to other people because it's bad. Something like that. That there are too many actually. That if you are not in the internet in a regular basis, you will you will not be able to catch up with this new things that's happening. So Jordan Peterson is uh, the professor who says that that will lead into chaos if it continues and uh, try to explain the po- his point in Joe Rogan that's when I heard about him and then I also so I saw him and Joe Rogan and then I tried to uh, know more about him so I search him on YouTube and uh, mostly it's and I'm wondering about this mostly sometimes when you search about him in Google the first article that comes out is an article like uh, destroying him destroying his name and I I cannot I don't know every time I do that the article that comes about him is always negative like I have to scroll down to see the Wikipedia page about him. Now, um, you want to know more about him? You can visit his YouTube uh, channel. It's a YouTube channel where he uploads his video about his uh, on his lectures. So, what I'll be talking about is that book that he wrote, The Twelve Rules of Life that uh, I mean uh, a rule or a principle that we can use or apply in our daily lives and uh, I want to share it to all my listeners all the people watching right now and uh, if you have a chance to buy the book then I suggest I highly suggested that you buy it or if you're like me driving around for like three hours every week I mean I drive four hours twice a week going to my work and coming home and sometimes I don't listen to music I do use my time of traveling listening to books and uh, in that way I can still use that wasted four hour time of driving so this one is the one that I want to share with you right now and uh, so I'll be stating the rule not going to I'm not going to read all the things but I'm going to uh, state the rule and then um, read something about that this is a summary from conquer that today I'll be borrowing and then I'll be sharing you my opinion also okay so let's start with the first rule and the first rule is this stand up straight with your shoulders back so according to this one our brains are constantly manufacturing a chemical known as serotonin and it helps us regulate things like mood confidence and energy there's an interesting relationship between serotonin and status as you climb up a social or self-esteem ladder your serotonin will increase so should we work to increase serotonin first in order to make positive progress 
it can't hurt. One of the most fundamental and primitive ways to show you hold yourself in decent regard and improve, improve your serotonin output is to simply stand up straight with your shoulders back before you dive into the other hard work of building a successful life you can start here for a quick win so the rule is stand up straight with your shoulders back um, what it's trying to tell us is that always in every way in, in the way you move always move and act in a way in a positive and strong way it's what's the reason why stand up straight shoulders back okay because that's like the posture of a soldier and soldiers are trying to stand to show power strength and if you do that of course according to this one the serotonin uh, being produced will increase also which will change your mood of course and of course you couple it with your work doing the things you work exerting work exerting effort then it will change your life uh, there was a TED talk I listened to watched or watch yeah uh, two three years ago so I cannot remember the name but she's a woman and uh, she got into a very prestigious university for smart people of course and she got into accident and her IQ was like uh, reduced to a very under under the average level so she cannot cope up with the things that's uh, with the curriculum of that school but uh, luckily she had a guardian angel a professor who, who really believed in her and she tried to teach her but of course because the IQ was damaged due to the accident she cannot really get or she cannot really cope up with the daily lessons that they're having and then the advice that was given to her was you have to fake it like act like you know it act like you know it act like you are doing well and then at the same time study and then she passed she finished her degree in that university so the advice that she gave to those who are trying hard would be you have to fake it until you make it the only thing there's that uh, faking it will only take you to until like a couple of uh, distance but won't take you with it but won't really really bring you to where you want to be so it should be you fake it and then work on it until you make it so assuming a positive uh, posture in your everyday life will always always at least uh, get you through things okay so that's the first rule 
Stand up straight with your shoulders back. Number two, treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. And this is the thing here that was written. Did you know that people are better at filling and administering prescription medications to their pets than themselves? Why is that? The problem might lie in our worldview and how we secretly and even consciously live in shame. When we grow up, we begin to notice things like cruelty, unfairness, fear, and our ability to participate in all of it. Why would anyone in their right mind want to keep a system like that going? Instead, focus on the incredible productivity and achievements of humanity. Believe in your own ability to care for others and the role you will play make this world a little bit better. Treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping, so in turn you can help the rest of us. So it says there is that you need to determine why you are going, where you are going I mean, so what you can bargain, so that you can bargain for yourself so that you end up resentful and cruel. You need to articulate your own principles so you can defend yourself against others taking advantage of you. You must keep the promises you make to yourself and reward yourself so that you can trust and motivate yourself. Rule number two, treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. At times, we really don't uh, give enough for ourselves and we give more for other people. But according to Jordan Peterson's book is that you have to treat yourself the same as you treat your um, uh, you treat other people. Um, there are I don't know if you observe this to yourself that you really and we call that noble deed right selfless act but in order to keep or keep going on doing that you have also to think of yourself like um, times you really before you there are times that before you do these things or before you eat something you would think of other people around and uh, you share and it's okay if you don't have the food as long as your your family or other people get something to eat and you would starve and eventually sometime and you would get sick things like that and according to the book you have to you know uh, you have to treat yourself the way you are uh, treating other people so if you love the people you also love yourself as you love the other people something like that right number three make friends with people who want the best for you and it's very difficult right there are times that um, we cannot really know the friend uh, we have, but uh, just look at it this way. 
those friends that you want want you to get better are your real friends and those friends that will put you down so they will feel better about themselves are not your friends so i think we all have that one friend we love dearly but they struggle and perhaps you try to help them over and over again but the one thing they cannot do is to help themselves it's a sad fact that sometimes people choose to stay in a place a low-grade misery instead of putting the hard work to change we're all probably guilty of that somewhere in our own lives it's not easy to surround yourself with healthy people it's not easy to distance yourself from those who can be deadly to your growth over long term but a good friend will not tolerate your destructiveness they will encourage you when you do good and will punish you when you do not they won't offer a former smoker a cigarette make friends with those who wants the best for you okay now um, making friends there's a lot of there's a lot of levels to it and there's a lot of reason why you like that friend but you can still be friends with all the people that you have but just I mean take an inspiration or be with people always in a regular basis with people that you see can encourage you can uh, have a positive effect on you so I have this friend in college when I was in first year college who always during our break time will take out our notes and will always study study and uh, just keeps on reading even when we are drinking he keeps on uh, he will bring out his notes and try to read what he have written during that day and I was so inspired by his uh, diligence that I tried doing that also. Well, too bad we only have we only had a class together for one semester, and then he dropped out, and then I don't know the habit did not stick to me. So, but that's the that's a friend I can remember because uh, growing up I really didn't have. A studying habits I just uh, wing it as they say I'm a wide reader that's why when it comes to um, essay or English subjects and things like that I can easily uh, write or have something if they ask me to write an article because I'm reading a lot of books but when it comes to math, well, that's the time you use your resourcefulness. Ask your classmates for a help. And they really didn't have studying habits. And then when I met the friend, well, he helped me a lot. And uh, like I said, too bad that we did not have a longer time together. And if we had, maybe that habit uh, was developed for me well it's not too late right so according to this one make friends with people who wants the best for you and uh, who can inspire you to be the best 
you can become. Next is compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not who someone else is today. Never compete with other people. So just compare yourself to who you are yesterday and try to change it than comparing yourself to other people today. Let me read this one for you. We all have internal critics and they can be brutal, but critics internal and external are necessary. We can't have doctors who think they're amazing but can't stitch or cut together. The problem is we tend to categorize every aspect of our lives as either a success or failure. There's so much more to it. There's not just one game play um one game to play here. If you're not a good athlete, then be a good writer. If you're not a good writer, then be a good parent. You're one singular being out of billions. To take one frame of comparison like wealth or power and put up against the world is completely unfair. Judge yourself only on your attempt and impact on making this world a little bit better of a place. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not who someone else is today. And this is sometimes the reason why a lot of people are not happy in their life because they are looking at their surroundings and comparing their situations to someone else's situation. Why not look at who you were yesterday and see how far you've become? Things like that, right? Because if you compare yourself to people around you, then that will be the source of frustrations, which will become a negative thing to you and will always reduce your energy. So always think, let's just put it this way, rule number four, be the better, be the better self, um, I mean, be the better you today than you are yesterday, just like that. Each of the day is another day of improvement, so improve yourself, look at yourself in the past, try to go forward going forward improving yourself every day do not look at the improvement that is happening to other people it's their life you focus on your life because that's the only thing that you can control like your life is the only thing that you can control that you can never control other people's life or improvement moving on number five do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them so let me read this one and then i'm gonna explain or i'm gonna share my opinion about this with or without children we are all affected by the public meltdown of a toddler adults are worn out some children are insanely difficult but still the all important job of parenting must be done it hurts to discipline your child to assert power over them to fight for hours over something as simple as eating but there's something that will hurt much more will hurt 
much more. For every poorly socialized and adjusted adult, a misbehaving and obnoxious child at the party is ignored by everyone and dotted on by the parents. That's not a good sign of the future. By focusing on setting simple rules using minimum necessary force and parenting with a partner so you can avoid burnout and your own ability to be quite harsh to your children in return. You can become a caring proxy for the real world. Do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them so they receive the ultimate blessing of being liked by others. I remember when I heard this, I remember the uh, Trevor Noah's book. Those who doesn't know, who don't know Trevor Noah, sorry, sorry for the noise, looking at the microphone uh, monitor there and uh, it's turning red. Okay, so I remember the, the conversation of Trevor and her mom when her mom whipped him of course in the butt and uh, I think uh, Trevor asked him uh, her mom why are, you, why are you doing that and by the way the book I'm talking about is Born a Crime by Trevor Noah Trevor Noah is a comedian stand-up comedian from South Africa and he grew during the apartheid period in South Africa. Part of the period is that there's a rule back in Africa long time ago where there is it is against the law that a white person will marry a black person. So mixed race is usually frowned upon in that country long time ago around the 80s I think because Trevor Noah is like uh, my age and he wrote that book uh, Born a Crime because he is a mixed race and in that country it's a crime so he was born a crime now uh, going back to their conversation so the conversation uh, Trevor asked her uh, his mom why he is being punished and Trevor's mom answered, I need to punish you now because if I won't punish you now, the world will punish you worse than I can. So, um, in here it says there, do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Um, another way of putting it is, let your child or train your child to obey the rules of society so um, you before you have you you have to make the child understand that there are certain rules that they need to obey and their training ground is at your home actually set up rules at the house and they need to obey it and when they grow they will be accustomed to following that knowing that there is in in the world there is that constitution that we have to abide and there's the law that we have to follow and not following them will usually result to a negative uh, uh, 
uh, effect things like that so disciplining a child start from talking and um, removing privileges and then always resort to the last would be res- uh, I, when I in that book I heard yeah, I heard I, I say I heard because I did not read it I heard it from an audiobook that you can resort to weeping but you have to control it and uh, the key to controlling your uh, weeping or spanking is um, never never ever do it when you are emotionally charged um, when you are angry never ever do that that's why it says there that you nurture or train the child with a partner so of course with your wife or husband if you're emotionally charged or if you're angry during your time let your partner handle the disciplining things like that so disciplining a child or teaching the child the rules of society is a two months job or I mean it takes a lot of people to teach that one your extended family as the African proverbs say it takes a village to raise a kid right but the thing here is train your child to follow the rules of society or do not let your children do anything that will make you dislike them when your child grows up and did not learn to follow the rules of society and did something uh, did a crime then of course even if you love him you would really really dislike them because of the crime and you would also dislike yourself because you did not do the disciplining when they're still young so disciplining and training is very important for the child's growth and when all the child's will uh, when all this disciplined child will grow and become a part of the working society and of course our world would be more productive number six set your house in a perfect order before you criticize the world in uh, Stephen Covey's book the uh, habits seven habits of effective people I don't know what number is that but there was this two it's like the illustration was two circle and the inner circle is your circle of influence and the outer circle is the outer influence of others it's like uh, you can only move to that circle before you can radiate your inner circle I mean the circle of influence before you can radiate influence to the outside circle that's the illustration I guess if I'm understanding it right um, it means changes starts within not from other people now you are the only you are the only person that you can change you cannot change other people you start by that 
and it's the same here it says there never criticize the world if you did not uh, fix your house so set your house first make sure that your house is in good condition is um, organized clean before you criticize the outside world and if all of us uh, I heard that in the last uh, part of the page if all of us will set our house in perfect order first then there's nothing really to criticize because everything will be fixed right so uh, people is fond of looking at other people and then giving their own comments and sometimes giving their unsolicited advice Filipinos are good with that <laughs> Filipinos are good with that uh, and the thing there is uh, yeah and I even saw people giving financial advan uh, advice and they're not really financially free I mean so you know you can you're gonna get the gist right giving advice about uh, something like uh, stop smoking and while they're doing that they're smoking <laughs> and uh, I'm smoking and I'm not giving advice <clears throat> so oh, we went off of uh, we went out of topic here but what I'm trying to say here is that uh, in this rule is just trying to explain that uh, we have to fix our life first before we criticize others or fix our house I mean just focus on the things in within your grasp within your reach before focusing on others things like that that's rule number six set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world okay number seven pursue what is meaningful not what is expedient life is suffering you can learn from almost any religion or just sit in traffic for a while the simplest thing to do about that is to pursue pleasure whenever you can you could relax, intoxicate, and take without giving. But as a human being evolved, we discovered something that has built our entire society. We can make sacrifices and delay gratification in order to develop a better future for ourselves. Living life with meaning means putting aside immediate pleasure, which can often come at the expense of someone else. It means knowing you have a, f a responsibility to yourself and to others to create better place for us all you do this by making sacrifices and pursuing what is meaningful not what is expedient there are many problems that money does not solve and others makes worse rich people still divorce each other alienate themselves from their children and suffer from existential angst and develop cancer and dementia and die alone and loved so thing here is uh, well pursue what is meaningful so 
you know um, number one thing here that we should remember rule number seven is the word here uh, the sentence here is that life is suffering means life is not fair nothing is fair in life right and the simplest thing to do about that is to pursue pleasure whenever you can you can intoxicate but being human we discovered something that has built our entire society so uh, we know that life is unfair and to be able to get to where we want to go we have to you know delay gratification and focus on the work until you achieve it and make that sense of achievement be the gratification that you have you know um, you have to learn how to do or make sacrifices and you have to see that pursuing what we are pursuing is meaningful um, doing this podcast because I like it it's my leisure and uh, at the same time I'm trying to share things and it's meaningful for me I'm having um, I'm having this it's like I'm relaxed at the same time while talking to you and trying to think and it tries to it's like an exercise for my brain and an exercise for me talking without someone <laughs> believe me I cannot really talk for a long time I even talk to other people for quite a long time I I love I love um, being alone on my phone with my thoughts just reading like that and this podcast is helping me express myself in a lot of ways and uh, it's weird coming from a teacher you know but uh, really that is me I grew up with books and uh, you know talking speaking is somewhat difficult for me because I keep losing my mind while I'm talking it's a little difficult but uh, I'm I'm working on it being like improving myself trying to improve myself and that's this is the activity that is meaningful for me you know that's rule number seven next rule number eight and most of us is guilty about this tell the truth or at least don't lie my father always tells me um, when you don't have anything good to say just don't speak and here just tell the truth this though I mean there are different types of lies first we knowingly tell maliciously hoping to obscure the truth in an effort to avoid pain or gain pleasure but the other type of lie is more insidious 
is the kind where we don't want to hurt someone's feeling. We want to avoid awkward situation. It can cause all sort of messes over time, especially to your own consciousness. Sometimes you have no idea what to do or say. Just tell the truth. Tell it with strength, confidence, and genuine caring. Taking the easy way out or telling the truth are two different pathways through life and will lead you to drastically different places. Tell the truth or at least don't lie. So, times like uh, your friend is uh, asking you to sh- give your opinion about uh, I mean his work or I mean uh, painting so to speak and you saw that it is below or it is subpar what are you going to say so are you going to tell the truth or you are going to take the easy way out and I mean just uh, not to not to hurt his or her feelings well Mm. it's up to you but here it means tell the truth or at least don't lie well there she asked or he asked for your opinion so you can share it you can tell the truth in a genuine caring manner right and it's a lot of work to do that but it's better than lying and then finding out later that his work is not good and that would hurt your friend and of course if your hand if your friend was hurt then you are also hurt right so telling truth in a very good way that won't demean won't hurt or if it hurts other at least not totally hurt other people is a skill that we need to practice also and uh, these things these rules don't come easy it, if you want to apply them in your life it's uh, it will take work but it's an antidote to chaos and if you don't like chaos then we have to follow this rule right <laughs> number eight number i mean number nine Assume that person you are listening to might know something you don't. This is about communication. So, at times we communicate with other people to brag about something. At times when we are listening to people, we are listening and preparing to answer. Right? And that's not the art of conversation or at times we're preparing to give an opinion or to give an advice that's not the real art of conversation real art of conversation is really trying to listening real art of listening is trying to understand there are times that just need to listen you can figure it out if you're talking to other people you just listen to it you don't need to give advice, not unless you ask for it, but just listen to it, just empathize. Um, 
Sometimes I that's one of the things that I notice about one uh, one of my parents when uh, some people is talking to them and she immediately gave advice without the other people asking about the advice just because they are their younger siblings and that should not be the case just listen and there are times that people keep telling you stories telling you problems that's all they need they will that's all they need they all uh, the only thing they need is just a listening ear and when they had that that's the time they will figure out the things that they need to do there are people that they is like that so just listen and always assume that people know something that you don't that's how we roll the conversation ball right? that is how we have a good conversation assume that people know something that you don't even children when you're talking to children children will know something that you don't and they want to share it with you and that would be the good connection that you will have with that people and you will be rolling the conversation ball next <clears throat> be precise in your speech things that I I'm struggling being precise in my speech like what I'm having right now well uh, English is not my native language I'm trying to share things in English but let's just read what they say here it's written here so we're supposed to listen and always tell the truth right how can being precise help us even further It, it's because when things fall apart your world can turn into chaos and the best remedy for chaos is language to put in words what went wrong how it hurt you and what you need to do in order to recover everything from our relationship to our mental health can uh, health take constant maintenance and feedback being precise in your speech being able to speak courageously and truthful with words doesn't mean the problems will go away but it does eliminate the crushing anxiety of an undefined and ongoing tragedy so being precise in your speech um, when you're precise in your speech if you have problem you can precisely identify what it is and if you precisely identify the problem you can easily find the solution to it right so being precise um, I cannot remember the uh, example that I heard in this one but it's like uh, being precise means that uh, you can easily um, being precise with your word will train you to identify the smallest and the minute detail or definition of things and if you are trained to that or in that way that will also help you 
easily define what your problem is because you are trained in getting the minute in, in getting things in precisely right and you start by being precise in your speech and uh, this is ironic because i mean as i'm telling you sharing being precise in my speech in in, in speech but i cannot even have a pre- precise description for this one <laughs> number 11 do not bother children when they're skateboarding the healthy people don't seek to minimize risk they seek to optimize it we are happiest in the sweet spot between safety and skill pushing ourselves to learn and grow without going off the deep end being overprotective or being overprotected or too agreeable or too dependent is a death sentence when it becomes when it comes to personal success take this career risk to become competent and powerful be a strong man or woman respect and push each other participate in natural hierarchies that the existing societies that seek more to move upward don't be afraid to be afraid do scary things do not bother children who are learning these lessons in real time when they're skateboarding so do not uh, as an adult do not bother children who are skateboarding so uh, the, that's the simple uh, like picture that uh, Peterson showed us but uh, again uh, like what we have read here skateboarding is scary right scary for the children scary for adults who are watching because it can cause an injury but when you see Tony Hawk doing that flip that board flip right there it is amazing now how did Tony achieve that one achieve that mastery well of course by having a lot of bruises by doing that dangerous skateboarding thing when he was young and we should not be the gate or the wall that will bar other people to their success or that will stop other people improve right so what I, what what I understand here is that let let the children explore let them be afraid let them fail and then let them learn from their failures and we should not be overprotective that we will you know we will nerf their world that when they get out of the real world they will be so lost so let the children have the training that they needed of being scared like what we said a while back life is never fair so if life is never fair then children should be ready for it and train being trained to be scared so that's a lot of things will be taught to be having a skateboarding or entering to a competition that will make them scared that will teach them a lot of values you know so let's not be the wall that will stop the children from improving
it's rule number 11 rule number 12 pet a cat when you encounter one on the street so I don't know I can just explain this in a way that I mean give time give a time to help other people maybe that's what it says there maybe that's my understanding I don't know but let's try to find out and that's what I understand when I heard the book but let's just read the summary here humans being a uh, human beings are fragile. It's shocking that we aren't in a state of paralyzing fear at all times with everything dangerous around us. Every one of our lives are going to be filled with pain, disappointment, and loss. Then we die. And if you think too much about that, you're headed straight to the abyss. How do we cope? People you are very very tough and if you focus on the simple and good you will be able to make it through if you aim for the stars deny tragedy from ruling over your life and take advantage of the small opportunities for peace you will be okay so maybe when you're going for a walk and your head is you know, and your head is spinning a cat will show up and if you pay attention to it then you will get a reminder for just 15 seconds that the wonder of being might make up for the ineradicable suffering that accompanies it for a cat when you encounter one on the street so just appreciate the beauty of the world once in a while it's never wrong right not, not just going to the street and uh, not going literally to the street and petting a cat but just take the moment to appreciate life take the moment to count your blessing uh, doing that will really give you more fuel to go forward like uh, i always do that sitting down and then uh, telling myself when we were in college we really can't afford to buy a computer and well the computer that we want to buy during that time was around 5,000 pesos and still we can't afford it and now just looking right now least uh, we can afford that if we want to and we came a very long way from that to today and uh, I'm very appreciative of that one just sitting down and thinking about that uh, this podcast just reminded me about it and uh, I'm very thankful of that so accordingly those are the 12 rules of life that we can use, can uh, apply in our life. So, and we uh, hopefully it can help other people. So, I know that I cannot, I did not explain well as I should, but um, 
uh, I would suggest really that you have to buy the book or listen to the audio book and uh, it would help us be a better person that we uh, be the better person that than uh, we are yesterday so if you are uh, keen on uh, improving yourself or working to improve yourself every day this one is a good book to read and uh, it's inspiring and uh, it really will it really would open our mind to the things and uh, I'm not saying that it's the end and all be all of uh, self-improvement but uh, it might in my case it is helping me like uh, sharing this information it's like uh, refreshing those things that I read and then uh, sharing it to you so it is um, something to think about and um, something to read also if you don't have time you want to read something new I suggest you read the book and again thank you so much for listening to this podcast and once again this is El Meister Speaks and El Meister Speaks podcast is signing off see you again on the next episode